0: This is a Bulldog Radio Podcast. Mike's and Takes, episode 24. I'm joined by Barrett and um, Logan. And we're joined by a special guest today, Greg Williams from the Fair State basketball team. Thank you for joining us.
1: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: Right now, the team's 23-5, and five, and you guys seem to be rolling. Last night, first of all, a great win on last night' game against Michigan Tech.
1: Yeah, thanks. Um, Michigan Tech's a good team. They're right behind us in the north, so really good that we got a two-game advantage on them and yeah we were three and two in our last five so played some good teams ashland's hot i think they won eight of their last nine and we got them out we we had them at their place so they caught us on a bad night and then northwood we caught them on a hot night jack airman he's a good shooter had like 32 points 11 of 13 and we just kind of came out flat so but we're bouncing back looking for the sweep we haven't gotten a sweep in two weekends now so trying to sweep uh, northern tomorrow and tech
2: Yeah, that'll be a good game. I know we'll have the big event. That'll be senior night for you, which is a big moment. We were talking about before the show, before the mics came on. That's also part of Red Out Out the Wink. Uh, What is it going to mean to you tomorrow?
1: It's going to be a lot. It's crazy. It's been an amazing journey, five years. I redshirt my first year, so I mean, I've been here half a decade. I'm the old (laughs) guy, and it's going to be surreal. It's going to be crazy. It still hasn't hit me. You know, I feel like it's just another year. You know, I went through the summer, just another summer, another preseason. It feels like I'm going to be coming back. So it's, <laughs> it, it probably won't hit me until I'm, I'm wherever I am next year or in the summer and I'm not playing basketball. But it's crazy, and it's cool that we could d- get to do it for the red out. You know, I was a sports comm student, so I, I did the 389-489 class. It's a great event that, you know, Dr. Allspaw does and that class does. So it's awesome.
0: Also, um, so you said you've been here for five years, the, the year when you guys won the national championship in 2018, you guys won a historic run 38 and won the best in D2 history that year. Can you talk about what was that like just to run with that team?
1: It was awesome. I mean, that was a team where if you're going to do that, go 38 and one, you look at any team that's ever, you know, done something like that or any really like elite successful team. I think it's just a bunch of special, you know, a group of people that have a bunch of different personalities that somehow get along and just and click. And the trust, the chemistry, like I said, the personalities, everyone was different, but it just gelled really well together. And just a special group of guys. And then also, I mean, you have, we had three, you know, conference players, you know, conference point guard, Drew Cushingberry, obviously, Zach Hankins, he was a, you know, player of the year. So if you're gonna make a run, you need really good players, obviously. But I mean, from, you know, one to, you know, we had a big team that year, like one to 20. I mean, every guy was cool with each other we hung out all the time every weekend weekdays i mean it was just it was a, it was a big family so i think when you talk about special teams like that it's about chemistry it's about you know that brotherhood and just having trust in each other
0: that is that's amazing and so after you won the national championship you got to go to duke yeah. um
1: and play that star studded <laughs> team sorry to bring oh, it up yeah, but i do okay. i do want to know like what was that like going to durham yeah. and playing you know, against Coach K, that's, yeah. that's, un- that's unreal. Yeah, it, it was awesome. It was, it was amazing from when we got there, you know, before tip off and then, and then right after the game, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in between there, during the 40 minutes of the game, you know, you know, it was like a movie. I don't even know what happened, but it was a amazing experience. I mean, a lot of, you know, rich tradition there, everything, old buildings, really awesome. They just had a new practice facility when we went there. So they had, you know, two full courts and right there, their own weight room. You know, it's kind of crazy. They have a bunch of digital things. You just click on, you know, you go to a squat rack, you click on it. They showed us Zion Williamson. It shows you every lift that you're going to do, what you need to be doing. And at the time when we went there, they weren't letting him lift weights. He was only doing like hand exercises, (laughs) yoga, flexibility, stuff like that. They didn't want him to get too big. And so, I mean, and we were just like, okay. yeah. And so, yeah, they showed us their whole facility, which is really cool. And we had a big shoot around of everyone that came to the trip, like Booster Club members, parents, they got to come to shoot around, got to check out the court. So, I mean, yeah, crazy experience. I mean, yeah, I, the scouting report, I started out on R.J. Barrett. You know, yeah, that's wild. So, it's just, it's amazing. A lot of fun. I have a cool picture. My my old high school coach, his dad, was reading the newspaper I got on the Wall Street Journal. I was on the front sports page. It's Zion. He's like, you know, doing his signature dunk, and I'm just right behind him. So It's, kinda, it's like a picture of Zion, but I'm in it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, crazy experience. I wish we would have played better. Those guys were freak athletes. Oh, man. Freak speed. They didn't let us get in our offense. It was crazy, but still cool. Got to, sh- you know, shake Coach K's hand, play against Zion, who, you yeah. know, to be determined, but he might be one of the best to ever, you know, go down in the history of basketball. So just, you know, pretty cool experience. Wow.
2: Yeah, and there's a picture I remember seeing before Travis and I transferred here. Of Coach Brockma and Coach K, you yeah. know, just you know, yeah. shaking hands. What is Coach Brockma like? I know he's like an eleven. He's amped up yeah. on game days. Yeah. Can you give me maybe a good Coach Brockma story?
1: Good Coach Brockma story. Maybe a clean one. I yeah. mean, actually, we don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Let me think here. He's got a ton. Yeah. He's just a crazy, fierce competitive competitive guy. I mean. I don't know if this is one of his secrets, but he's a big monster guy. So I mean, he'll we'll be on road trips and we'll have like a six pack. of. Mon- so I mean, he gets amped up before games. Um, I mean, just some of the craziest stories is just when he challenges us in the locker room. I mean, there's a couple of different examples, but you know, when he knows that we're not playing up to our capability or, or our potential and, and he sees that because he sees us every day. And I mean, he'll get after us and, and he'll, he'll, he'll say some crazy things, but He's an obsessed guy. He loves what he does. His passion for the game is, you know, undeniable. The guy loves to work. I mean, it, it's insane. It's motivational. And, it's, you know, he's kind of a role model. So everything he does, I mean, he just does the next right thing. You know, he's a good family man. He's got three little girls. So crazy work ethic, crazy intense guy. I mean, he's going to push you. But, you know, he's just he's a down to earth kind of guy. And he's, it's, it's a really player coach relationship. So, yeah, just him, I guess, in the locker room challenging us. When he sees us not doing what we, we know what we can, it's, it's funny. He's crumpling up paper, you know, throwing, throwing markers at the whiteboard. So, just crazy, begging us to, to do whatever we can.
0: Logan talked about how you guys played uh, Duke. You also were a part of a game in East Lansing when you guys played Michigan State. So, you got to go against Cashes and Miles Brizzers and Jaron Jackson. Can you talk about what that was like?
1: Yeah, that, so that game I actually didn't play. I fractured my foot early in the year. So that Nassau Championship run, I, I missed the first 12 games, and then I played the rest of the way. But, yeah, I, sat, I mean, I sat on the bench, and, I mean, that just shows you how good of a team that was. I think with five minutes left, it was 60-60. to 60. I yeah, were you guys were, only lost by five. Yeah, That's we were, wild. We were in the game. So, again, you know, great point guard, Drew Cushingberry. That whole starting five was amazing. I mean, Hank, you know, played great. But it was funny. At the time, we didn't think Cassius could really shoot. So our scouting report <laughs> was we're just gonna go under the screens. I think he hit like five threes. So and he had like twenty seven points or something like that. But yeah, that's a great experience and that just shows. I mean, how good we were that year. And I think it was that the team <clears throat> that wasn't the elite A team, but that was a really good team right there. I mean, I think they were number two, two pre- uh, preseason, you know, top two in the nation. So that was a really cool experience. Earlier in my career, my first year, I got to play my redshirt freshman year. We played at Xavier, so that was a pretty cool experience. Really cool, you know, kind of, you know, it's still big. You know, I don't know, 7,000, but it's kind of intimate. Fans are on top of you, great atmosphere. That was a lot of fun. I got to start that game, too, so that was cool. And then we played UAD that year as well, I think. So I think throughout my career, we got to play Central, UAD, Xavier, Michigan State twice. As a redshirt, I got to play against State, and that was when Denzel Valentine won Player of the Year. and. I believe. And that's, that was when I was a registered, but we could play in the exhibition games. Okay. So I think I played three games that year one was Central, one was Michigan State, and another was a D3 team. So that was cool. I mean, yeah, I did get to play. I have a sweet picture of me and the Michigan State band behind me, the pet band. So yeah, just cool, you know. And the coolest story about that and why, you know, I'm a Michigan fan, but I love Tom Izzo and I love state basketball. And he coached up at Northern Michigan and, and he's from that area. And, and so he really likes Gliac basketball. And he came in after the game. That was my redshirt year. They beat us pretty good. And he shook every guy's hand. I mean, he came into our locker room. The away locker room at the Breslin Center is terrible. (laughs) It's like (laughs) this little, It's it's, you know, because they don't care. But he comes in the locker room, he shakes every guy's hand, and he just, you know, says, thanks, guys. You know, appreciate it. I have so much respect for your division, so much respect for your conference. Go have a great year. You know, go have a great year so we can say we played you guys and it made us better. So, I mean, all the respect to him. I mean, that's that's an all-time story right there. Yeah, you mentioned
2: playing – like in the upper division, playing division one, what is the biggest difference between division two and division one? Because the gleek is probably the most
1: competitive division two conference
2: in America here. What is the difference between that?
1: I think it's just, it's just that, that next level of being a freak athlete. Honestly, I mean, myself, I mean, I'm a six, two shooting guard. that can't really jump. Not the fastest guy. <laughs> I can, you know, I'm a Jack of all trades. I do everything, everything well, but, um, I think it's just the freak athletes, the size, the strength. I mean, these guys, their jerseys are just like perfectly fit on them. I mean, these guys are huge. They're just crazy athletes. So other than that, I mean, Logan Ryan touched on it kind of, you know, he doesn't think the level plays that, that much different. It's just, you know, facilities, the resources. But you do have the size, the strength, I think, that those guys, you know, some of those guys are just crazy. I mean, a Zion Williams, that's, that's the difference right there. A Zion to, you know, to me. So, um <laughs> you know basketball strategy the way the way the game's played not not so much different i think it's just the level of athleticism the, the talent just a little better
0: okay also um we were talking about how competitive the gliac is and you've been a part of three gliac tournament championship teams i know you registered in yeah. your freshman year but
1: yeah i was yeah part of that yeah
0: and how's like even though it is like the most competitive division, you guys have been able to hold your own. And um, you guys did win four straight um, until last year. So can you talk about the success you've had in the GLIAC?
1: Yeah, like you said, it's a, it's a tough conference. And I mean, just last week when we lost to Northwood, you know, they're, they're a good team. Every every team, it's a battle. I mean, every night you guys show up to play. And, and if you don't show up to play, you know, we, we have the talent and we have, you know, the style of play where we can, we can win on a bad night even when we don't show up. But you're going to be in a battle and you're going to be in a dogfight. So, you know, our biggest thing is just we got to come focused and ready to play every game and stay locked in. That's that's this team's battle Uh, in the previous years. I mean, that's just this is just what I know. I guess I came here and it's all credit to Bronx and the guys before me. You know, you talk about Drew Lehman, who was an All-American here before I got here when I was a redshirt, Josh Fleming and Jared Stalker. Those were, you know, conference, you know, first team guys. So it's it's the guys that you know built the culture before us and kind of showed us the way. You know when they were seniors and I was, a, you know, just a little redshirt freshman, they kind of showed me the way, took me under the wing. So, I mean, that's what I do now. And that's what, you know, upperclass. So, it's just the culture that's been built here. Coach Bronx has just done a great job. I mean, I think this is 621 seasons and, you know, last year still had a 21 season. We were yeah. 20 and it was like it was a down year. Some teams would die to have a 21 season. So, it's just the expectations, the culture, the tradition that that the you know, I think this is Brock's sixth or seventh year. I mean, what he's built is just is amazing. So, I mean, it's credit to to all the guys before us. But, yeah, every night you got to come ready to go and, and battle. And, you know, we've been fortunate enough to host two GLIAC tournaments, which helps. And then we got to host a region, too, which is, which is amazing. Which isn't out of the question still Yeah, I mean, if we can do some things this year, you know, we can keep playing well, finish out strong. Who knows? You know, going to the, the second round, end of the conference and the conference tournament. You know everything's in front of us, kind of. You know, Grand Valley's just got to give us one. So you know, regular season, tournament, champion, and 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 the NCAA tournament. It's kind of all in front of us. So it's just a fun, competitive league. (coughs) After I knew I wasn't going to be a D1 player, you know, you kind of look in the mirror and you're like, okay, yeah, it's not (laughs) going to happen. Um, My goal is to play in the GLIAC. That's what I thought I could do. That's the conference I wanted to play in. And so you know, it's fun, competitive. You got a lot of D1 transfers, a lot of JUCO transfers. So it's this competitive, really good league. So you've mentioned I know we talked about senior night. What is your plans after basketball, after college here? Man, that's a great question. <laughs> I get that question all the time. You know, I don't exactly know. You know, I've been on I'm on LinkedIn, I'm getting job interviews. I just wanna interview on Wednesday actually down in Detroit for, for a company. I'm just keeping my options open, kinda. I've been thinking about going to grad school and maybe doing a GA somewhere. Um, right now I work as an intern kind of for the athletic department so i'm thinking of you know I would, I would either maybe try to do a ga as a coach or as in an administrative you know that kind of side of it because um, i think that'd be really cool just to you know get my master's degree and just continue on but also i might want to start you know start my life and start making money too or right. something so it's just all up in the air i'm i'm just taking every opportunity that i can keeping my options <laughs> open and so it's 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 exciting but also kinda, of, you know, nerve wracking, the uncertainty is, is what makes me a little nervous. But, you know, I'm just trying to enjoy my last year of basketball. You know, I'll never play again. I'm not playing professionally. You know, even if I could, my mind, my body, I'm I'm I'm, I'm tired, I'm broken right. down. So, you know, it's it's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna miss it a lot. But, you know, I'm gonna hang up the shoes and, you know, just excited for anything that, that comes my way. So
0: Also talking about your last year is since this is your last year, what advice do you give like to young recruits coming in? And like you say, you've been mentoring the guys, like, what are things you're telling them just about, um, you know, just trying to be successful here at Ferris?
1: Yeah. I think the biggest thing is, I mean, my thing is work hard and you'll pass people and you can do that in anything in your life. You know what I mean? If you just work harder than people, you put your, your head down, roll up your sleeves, you know, bring that blue collar kind of work ethic, you'll pass people. And that's what I've always been saying. I mean, me, I started out as a walk on here. You know what I mean, and then now I'm a two time captain, so it's just I just showed up every day with a positive attitude and stayed ready. So the guys that maybe aren't seeing the playing time right away, or you know think they should be playing more, maybe you know, hey, being in the rotation, just playing here is awesome. And so I mean I've had an up and up and down career. You know I mean I redshirted and I came off the bench my first year, played 17 minutes a game, first off the bench. Second year I get hurt. Some guys take my minutes. I'm playing backup point guard, you know, nine minutes a game. I start next year, play a lot of minutes. Then I don't start towards the end of the year. This year, I'm coming off the bench. I've started a few games. I mean, it's just roller coaster, roller coaster career. So, I mean, I think it's just staying positive and being ready for the opportunity. and, And when it comes, you know, so you're ready. But it's a great thing we got going on here. We play a lot of guys. It's just Great culture, great family. So the biggest thing is for I mean anyone in in life, just work hard and you'll pass people. I think that's that's the truest thing you can do. Yeah, you mentioned
2: blue collar, and I've yeah. we Travis and I have watched you this year working for athletics. So is
1: Logan. You
2: like hustle would be a perfect definition of you. Yeah. On the court, I mean you seem like a guy who would die for a loose ball. You know, hard foul as we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, as, sure. You know, sure. as we were talking about before the mics came on. Do you have to try to that, or is that just
1: something that's in your DNA that you just try to do on the court? Um, I mean, I, I'm conscious of it, and I'm aware of it because I know that that's kind of what I can bring to the table, and I can, when I'm doing that, it, it reflects down on my teammates, and if they see me doing it, then it just, I think it gives us another level. But ever since I was a little kid, that's just kind of what my parents instilled in me. And like I said, I mean, I'm not, not the fastest guy. I'm not the strongest guy. I'm not dunking on people. I'm not going and scoring 30 points. I mean, I have the capability, you know, I've had, I had Purdue Northwest, I had a 16 point game. So my, my, my role, my mentality is just do anything for the team kind of. And yeah, that's, that's kind of my edge. That's what I can bring to the table. I mean, I just think of myself as a fierce competitor. I love to win. So, I mean, you know, at all costs, I want to win. So yeah, no, I'm aware of it, but I think it's just who I am. It's what I've had to do my whole life. And, and that's for me, I have to work hard. You know what I mean? I have to try hard. But that's fine, because when you do that, you know, you you beat people that maybe are more talented. And in basketball, you know, in a lot of things, but especially in basketball, most of the time, nine out of 10 times, energy, effort, playing harder than the other team or the other guy usually wins. You know, why do you see teams that aren't as good beat talented teams? They literally just play harder. That's it. I mean, there's no secret, like, right, play harder than the other guy. And usually, you know, obviously talent makes up for some things, but. I just try to play harder and beat people, outwork people.
0: Also, you've had, obviously, a lot of success here. What, is, what are you going to miss, like, the most about Ferris basketball?
1: Just every, the every day, the in and outs of the, the daily grind and the process. I mean, we're around each other all the time. We live with each other, go to practice with each other, just being around the athletic facility, seeing familiar people, talking to people, the the connections and and the friendships and the relationships I've built. That's what it's all about. I mean, just seeing seeing people and, you know, hey, you know, talking about the game and going and seeing my coach in their offices and, and just being with the guys, practicing every day in the locker room. I mean it's that little stuff, you know, off the court that that everyday stuff that you, you might not think of right now as important or what was the best times or eating at the rock after practice and messing around with the guys. But I mean, that's that's the best part of it. I mean, still I talk to, you know, guys from from earlier teams i'll continue to talk to people so it's just it's a network it's a family you know once you're a bulldog you're always kind of a bulldog so that's cool i mean i hang out in the summertime with with guys from that 2018 national championship team i mean peter Furlick, you know he was a senior guard on that team he still still comes up and hangs out with us so i'm just gonna miss the the everyday routine the everyday talking with the guys being with the guys seeing the people that i've i've been hanging out with the last five years Awesome. In 2018, you did a video for Ferris and it
2: said the title of the video was Ferris first. Yeah. And you mentioned, yeah, you know, you know, well, the video. I was getting my,
1: my strength and conditioning coach was giving me a little crap for it. Cause he, he was making fun of me, but yeah. so yeah.
2: But yeah, but you, why did you pick Ferris first? Basically is the essence of the question. Oh
1: man. Well, this might not be the best for that because it's kind of the only team that would take me. Um, yeah. So when I was a senior in high school, I mean, I had a great year, but just, the calls weren't coming. I mean, nothing was coming. And so I think I could have, I, Madonna University wanted me, they're an NAIA school in the, in the WAC, and it's right by my house in Livonia. And Schoolcraft uh, Community College, who's a JUCO, they wanted me. And I actually was going to, I went to a couple Schoolcraft open gyms and we were talking and I was going to sign with them, you know, the next week I was going to sign with them. It was like a Wednesday. They're like, you know what, come back, we'll sign, you know, and we'll get you going. I was like, cool. And my dad just started sending out my highlight tape and sent it to Coach Bronx, and Coach Bronx liked it. So I came up on like a Thursday, and it was basically a visit, but it was basically a tryout. Uh, I was playing open gym. It was me and another kid, but the other kid didn't play at a baseball game or something. And so I played, and I mean, I just loved it. I got here, and the coaches, it was a nice like spring day. So that was, but I mean, I just loved the campus. I, I just, it felt like home kind of. And then when I started playing, I mean, I went to so many exposure cams, so many, you know, trying to get my name out there. And for whatever reason, I played the best I've ever played. I mean, we played, you know, when you're when you're a recruit, you play every game. And I mean, I didn't we played, you know, eight, nine games. I didn't miss a shot to like the sixth game. It was just crazy. Ooh, so, wow. Yeah, it was nuts. It was nuts. And I was doing it against Drew Lehman, who had just graduated that year. And he was an All-American. And I was like giving him buckets. It was funny. Wow. It was funny. It was funny. Um, and I love him because he went up to the assistant coach and was like, "If you don't take this guy, you're stupid." So I always, I always, you know, give him that and give him props because I might not be here if it was for him. But I think it was just a perfect fit. I love, I love the culture. I loved everything I just love everything about Ferris. I mean, I love going to school here. Just a great community, and you know, it's not too big where you don't know a lot of people, but it's not too small where you know everyone. You see familiar faces. You have classes with the same people, so it's just you know, a really friendly atmosphere create a lot of relationships, so I guess that's why, you know, it felt like home. That's why I came here.
0: Well, thank you for being our fifth athlete on uh, Mikes and Takes, and, you know, good luck tomorrow. Hopefully, we see you guys make a run in the GLIAC and hopefully another national championship in the NCAA tournament.
1: Yeah, hey, definitely. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it.